to another podcast on Let's Chat About Death. I am joined again with Jess. Hello, Jess. Hello, everyone. And uh, today, actually, um, I'm going to be... uh, Jess will be asking me questions, which is a bit daunting, but um, we'll all get there. So, yeah, because obviously I've had a lot of experience and a lot of years in the industry and... um, there's probably things that that maybe a lot of people don't know about what I like about the industry, what I dislike, um, what have I seen, what haven't I seen, all of those type of things. It could probably go on for about 48 hours, but um, we'll, we'll do our best. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get started. Uh, fire away. Oh, the I'm tables have, the tables have uh, turned. Yeah, it's scary. Scary. I love... Listening to the stories um, that Chris will talk about. You know, he's been in the industry, what, how many years now? Uh, 22. 22. Well, join us. <laughs> <laughs> join us now. Join us. It sounds what? a bit culty, actually. I know. You know it's join a bit weird. Us. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm relatively new to the industry. So I've, I've been working with you for a couple of years now and I... I haven't wow. seen you. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, lucky she's lasted really, but, uh, you know. Doggies. Oh, there's the door. <laughs> so yep. I would like to pick your brain and mm-hmm. let our listeners, you know, have a little bit of an insight of how the industry's changed from when you started to where you are now. Okay, yep. Um, so what is the – what is your favourite thing – about your job, what you get to do now? Um, well, I, I think the biggest thing is for me is um, I've always said that I don't class it as a job. Um, well, it is, but I class it as though that it was a calling for me. Um, I had been in different managerial positions and nursing and all other sorts of things, and it, but it all stemmed back to um, dealing with people dealing with um, uh, them in a very special and unique way. And I, and I think too that being that my mum was nursing, dad was retail, I'd probably, yeah, I, I was obviously directed more towards the mum side um, because I was the younger out of, out of three kids. Well, uh, two really, but third one me, <laughs> a half-brother. But that's, that's another episode that we'll talk about. <laughs> What do you do with your half-brothers? Um, but uh, I, I think I just love dealing with people. I, I think I like helping them create something that is going to be beneficial for them moving forward through their grief, um, you know, helping them celebrate their loved one's life. Um, I don't think... 
you know, when I was a little kid that this ever came into my head because I, I don't think you're directed towards this. Um, I think it's just the universe makes its way into this area, I think. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It's probably the longest job that I've ever done. <laughs> well, it's half of my life, really, when I think about it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's... Um, yeah, dealing with people and dealing, um, yeah, when they're down and yeah. then we can sort of hopefully prop them up and, you know, make a good, make a bad, exp- or a good experience out of something that's traumatic. Yeah. They can walk away with a smile on their face, laughing, whatever it is, crying, but a good cry, then we've done our job. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. I heard just for just for our listeners, um, Chris took a phone call only a couple of hours ago um, for a, you know a beautiful family and you know they've suffered a loss and financially, I you know are struggling and Chris goes straight into the mode of you know what what can we do to help you? That's mm. you know and that that's really really nice to hear and often. When I go out to see the families, they will say, you know what, we chose you, you know, Brember Family Funerals, because of Chris's demeanour on the phone and, you know, just the caring, compassionate. But at the end of the day, it comes down to them. Like, it's not about me making my ego get bigger and, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, I call a spade a spade. So if people don't like how I talk to them or comfort them, well then, you know, I'm not for them. Yep. But... Yeah, I will give you the shirt off my back to help you, you know. And this family, and, and I have been done before, so I, I am very guarded um, where families have taken advantage of me. Um, and one family in particular, you know, had absolutely no money. We've invested X, Y, Z dollars into it. Um, she was on a payment plan and then all of a sudden she stopped paying. And, she, and I know that she's got her father's super, which could have been half a million bucks. You know, and, you know, for the small amount of money that she owed me, but that wasn't the fact. The fact was that she broke a promise to me and, you know, so I I still still will do those hardship ones because not every single person has a million dollars to spend. Um, You know, they're struggling, you know, I guess with the pandemic once again, you know, that's affected a lot of everyone's livelihoods. Um, It's very hard. So, yeah, yeah, no, we do what we do. It's a good feeling. What is the wildest thing you've ever seen at a funeral? Or the like the one thing that makes you get back in the car and shake your head and like Like um uh, Or even the funniest? Like have you seen look, funny I've done, things, I've done, shocking <laughs> things? I've done um a clown funeral of a guy that used to work in a circus. That was quite funny because uh, everyone was asked to wear like clown makeup and the clown cars and the, oh, the whole thing. Um, my God. He wasn't able to wear his shoes though because they were too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold on. So he was dressed as a clown. As a clown. In his coffin. Yes. Face makeup? Yes, everything. Oh, I just. The whole, the ho- even the, you know, that, that fuzzy hair and the everything. And. All of his um, ex-mates or whatever that were clowns as well, they all dressed up the same. Um, the celebrant ended up being a clown. Um, wow. 
it was pretty wacky. Um, I, I, you know, I've done gangland funerals. Um, yep. Like a lot of your, your major ones that you've heard of, especially in Victoria and Melbourne. Um, so a lot of, uh, yeah, I've been on a lot of them. Um, they would be pretty eye-opening, I'd imagine. Oh, that, it's, it's a pretty scary experience really because, you know, everyone else might be, um, you know, packing a weapon and here we are, <laughs> funeral directors. Oh, oh, here you going? You know. Bulletproof um, vest yeah, almost. And, and you're walking out of a church mm. uh, and you, you're just looking over your shoulder. But you're rubbing shoulders with people that you've either seen on TV, heard on the radio or read in the paper. Yeah. Um, but even to be up close and personal with these people, you know, um, see where they were shot or see where they were stabbed or, mm. um, it, it, yeah, it, it, it takes your breath away. Um, I mean, even the sporting people like I uh, did Captain Blood, you know, Jack Dyer um, or Dyer, I should say, not Dyer, Dyer, uh, Dyer, you know, did his funeral and the Ferntree Gully Hanging Girls and um, or one of, the, one of them. And, and, you know, they're ones that will always stick with me because yeah. not because they were you know newsworthy but more of the fact that they were first if that makes sense yeah. you know um and they do they start to pull at your heartstrings yeah. um not saying that all funerals don't because sometimes you have a connection more with some people than you do with others but you still have the respect and dignity for the others yeah. you know um of or it might not be the deceased that you have a connection with. It might be more so the family or, yeah. Um, what else when it regards to like wacky ones or, or weird, weird ones? Look, I think every funeral has a, has a dark horse. Yep. It's always one member of the family or friends group that tends to be um, very different to the others. Um, and a lot of the time it is about them, yep. you know. Um why wasn't I involved? And it's like because you didn't pay any money into it yep. or, you know, you haven't been there for that person. But, but you, you've still got to involve them. Yep. Uh, you know, even even the people that come out of prison to be uh, in presence with, with their family. I remember there was one funeral I went on and uh, I was the arranger conductor and I totally forgot about that this guy was coming. <laughs> with a, Even though the, the prison guards were big, big men... Um, and I just, being a people person, went straight up and, you know, give him a handshake. And these these two guards sort of like jump, like, what are you doing? And then I realised when I was shaking his hand that both arms were moving because he was still shackled <laughs> to the belt. It's like, you idiot, Brembo, what are you doing? Um, but he, he said at the end of the funeral, I have been incarcerated for this amount of time and it's the first time that he actually felt human. Oh, wow. And I thought, well, I don't know what you've done in the past. I don't, I don't need to know that. All I need to know is that you, you've come out, so that's a plus. Yep. These guards have allowed you to do what you needed to do and you got to say farewell to your loved one. Yep. So, and I think it was a grandma just off the top of my head there. But um, because if you, you know, if you were of a certain standard, they wouldn't have let you out. You know, but it was just that moment, that split second, like, oh my God, because they do say to you, you know, you can't shake hands, you can't hug them, you can't, you know, unless the guards allow you to do it. Yeah. But oh, I felt like an idiot. But look, he <laughs> he felt good. So at the end of the day, that's what it was about. Yep. 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 
Yeah. I can't even remember what the question you asked me now, but anyway, that's okay. The mm-hmm. wildest and wacky things. Oh, we, oh, yeah. we yeah. could go on for yeah. years about yeah. things like that. We were just just prior to doing this um, podcast, we were talking about, you know, a fireworks incident. Oh, yeah. That was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a moment that we'll always remember. Yep. Um, that was... Well, actually, let's well let's talk about that. We we had a funeral. <laughs> well, actually, there was multiple things that happened on that day, but the one that probably stands out the most, it was a burial. We had done a service in the chapel and then placed him into the car and took him up to the graveside, and everything was all going uh, well up until that stage. A bit a bit of a mixed bag of guests too. So, yep. some polished people and some people that you know that weren't so polished and and for whatever reasons, um, and some you know. Fast cars and, you know, big beefy cars, which are beautiful. Um, and we had just lowered him into the ground and we were saying farewell to the family and, and then all of a sudden, bang, 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 you know. That's the um, sound effect for fireworks. <laughs> right. I don't have a sound, sound effect, effect for that. <laughs> um, and it scared the living bejeepers out of all of us. We jumped about – we actually nearly ended up in the grave. That's how – and yeah. – um, the, the crowd was sort of scattered and there was – I remember this lady, she was over to a couple of rows down from us and it was a lawn grave um, with a plaque and she was, you know, cleaning up her uh, – it must have been her husband or something – cleaning up his grave and putting flowers in there and paying her respects to him and, and the, <laughs> the firework nearly knocked her into the head. Now uh, – but it was just going everywhere. And this guy that started it had some crackers then also in his <laughs> pocket that then exploded, which then made his jacket pretty much go on fire. So you've got – just you, you'd have to see it, but if you picture this man on fire from these firecrackers, well, his jacket was, and then him, you know, jumping because of all these sparks coming from underneath him – um, but it, when we approached him and told him to back off, I think there was another one that he lit that uh, it was like yes, a it was like a big can yep. or, a, or and it went on forever. And it was like, you know, the the sound effect for when a bomb's dropping, like it's you know, exactly it was what like it that. Like. And then I thought, oh my god, is this thing going to stop? Um, anyway, which it did. It, it blew off its steam, and then it was fine. But. Uh, yeah, that that was different because this guy loved fireworks, but wasn't the time or place to do it. Yeah. He could have done it, you know, in the local park or, um, or maybe give give us the heads up. Yeah, and that, we would have told him not to. That's but. right. Or can oh. we do it over here so yeah. it's away from everyone else? But I don't think he had a clue of if it was going to go straight up yeah. or sideways. I think he's just bought it online and gone. Oh, we're going to deal with this. Um, and then and then they got into these big beefy cars and did burnouts into the cemetery car park, which was, um, yeah, like it was like a uh, low fog <laughs> coming in to into the cemetery. That's how much smoke was around. Um, so yeah, yep. very very much. Uh, um, but memorable. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, one yeah, of yeah, one yeah. that will stick in my mind for yeah, a long definitely, time. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> What else you got for me? Well, and I think this is a question, you know, that is well, it's hard to answer. But you know, what what's the hardest thing you've ever dealt with? What's the one thing that has 
brought you to your knees? Um, I think it's when you get a run of really tragic ones yeah. and you start you start to really question your own lively your, your own life, I should say. Yeah. Um, or you know, if you if you've got people around your age mm. have a similar life um, or if it's kids or yeah, like really traumatic one, I think it's when you get them and then because I'm an empath, so I tend to absorb everything that everyone else is feeling, and and that's probably why I was probably directed by the universe to come and do this this role. Um, but that, you know, when you get a, a huge run of that, yeah, that then yeah, that destroys that destroys everything. And you can put as much protection out there as you as you want, yeah. um, but then you know, yeah, you still feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I've I've had, I've had some really tragic ones, mm. ones that'll always always stick with me, and I think. But I'm more rich, uh, rich richer than what I was when I first started, um, and I'm glad I got to see what I did. Yeah. Because um, it makes mm. me the person that I am today, um, or the funeral director I am today. But I think, yeah, I don't know. It, it's. Um, I mean, you could you could have a baby and and or a child or I don't know. There's some that really affect you more, and I, yeah. I reckon for you and I, we've probably had in the last six months our fair share of them. Um, yeah, ones that yeah. just yeah, yeah that you're crying and out of control, um, and yeah, that really affect you. Yeah, um, probably the most. Yeah, I think recently. As you were saying, like we have had a run of quite tragic mm. deaths, and yeah. but there's a lot of people that we've known, you know, that we have met before, or we have we have known they've been a part of our, you know, yeah. friendship circle or yeah. family or people that we have cared for in the past, mm. and then they wind up, you know, here, and yeah. you're not only battling maybe the tragic circumstances of their death, but you're also trying to battle with the fact that yeah, you know you've this been, person. Because you've engaged with them yeah. and, and you've you've shared emotion with them, you've shared a cuppa, you've shared life, life um, talks, you've I don't know, it's um yeah, I think that yeah, I think that's what's probably thrown thrown me quite a bit yeah. uh, recently. Um, yeah, because when when I first started it was more military. It was like you don't get upset. You don't do this. You don't do that. We own you, type of thing, you know. And that that has that, that plays uh, uh, havoc on your mind. Yep. Um, and I'm so glad that I got out when I did get out. Mm-hmm. I end up ended up having a breakdown over that, but with other issues involved in that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm so glad that I was able to pick myself back up again. And uh, don't let these twats, you know. It. Well, anyone shouldn't shouldn't let anyone bring them down. That's yeah. the at the end of the day. There's there's ways of um, making that go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, not not physically that. So if you <laughs> if you're listening, thinking, hmm, he's in the right industry. No, yeah. not like that at all. No, no, we uh, we no, wow. no no we're not going to do that at all. <laughs> ah 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 ah. ah. Oh, Jess, not the taser. That is far out. 
That that sounded. That, ooh, yeah, like that, and it hurt, hurt. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, so off to church for you. I don't go to church. Yeah, pay for your sins. Sorry. Ain't nobody good go. enough money for that. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, and I think lastly, what would you change about the industry oh, as oh. it is now? How much time do we have? Yeah, this could go um, sideways. Look, I, I know what we do and how we run our, our ship. Um, and there, I will say there is so many cowboys out there um, not only just in our state, but I know in, in other states and around the world. You hear stories of, you know, bodies being uh, kept in funeral homes and not not disposed of, if that, mm-hmm. I hate that word, but, yeah. um, you know, put to rest and they've just pocketed the money or, mm. you know, people have invested money in a prepaid and it's been just, you know, pissed up the wall, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, people not having their own premises with running water. And how, how – could you imagine washing someone – well, actually, no, they don't wash them because I've witnessed it. Um, you getting told that your loved one or you're paying for your loved one to be washed and dressed in the clothing that you provide them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for a lot of – People, a lot of funeral directors that I've had involvement with, being dropping something off or you know through other means, um, that doesn't happen. But you've made a promise to that family yep. that that's what you're going to do. So for us, we've got a fully working mortuary and cool room and all and all the bells and whistles when it comes to that. Um, I mean, it's not a it's not a corporate mortuary where everything's all you know computerized and you know got millions of dollars to spend on it but the money that i have invested in it i put good money into it yep. so that's it's yep. it's an operating theater really at the end of the day that's what we do our mortuary um, is beautiful so and it and it deserves to be when we're looking after someone's loved one yeah um but yeah cowboys i i think there needs to be a regulation on it mm-hmm. um i think what i think the americans as well as i think maybe uk You've got to have a funeral director's licence. You've got to be licensed to or or be qualified to do the job that you do. In Australia, you oh, in our venue here, we've got to have a permit. So we're pretty much licensed to operate a mortuary and, and, and uh, hold deceased here. But there's ones out there that are doing it in garden sheds and uh, mm-hmm. in home garages, out the back, you know... No, no cool room, no, uh, just yeah. no running water. It's just, it's disgusting. And could you imagine your loved one passing away? And we'll, we'll say about in a hospital, a lot of hospitals will place their loved ones into a body bag. So if any liquid um, feces or urine or blood or anything will then start filling that bag. And you've been told and paid for um, your loved one to be washed and dressed. Mm-hmm. And then they say to you, oh, no, 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 mum or dad isn't viewable, which is a lot of hogwash. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they don't wash them, they just stick them in there and then put the clothes on the top and say, oh, the coffin's sealed, you can't get in. Oh, ridiculous. So I think I think that, that needs to change. Yep. yep. I think it needs to be regulation of, yeah, that everyone's permitted to be where we are. Yep. Uh, we are in an industrial area. 
um, and we go where the where the local councils want to place us. We tend to be just sort of they they want us to be um, yeah hidden if that yeah. makes sense. We we tend to be the ones that unless unless you've been you know in business for a hundred years where you could place your your facility on the main road. Uh, very rarely will you find that now uh, for anyone yeah. that is starting up. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, you know, it's quick money. Well, it's not. I'll tell you that for a fact. Um, is, and, yeah, I, I, think, I think the biggest thing is that um, – I've lost my train of thought there. But I, I, I think, um, yeah, regulation, I think that's yep. a big thing. Yeah really, um, to make people accountable for for what they do. And if you do promise something then uh, and you don't deliver, you should be reprimanded or your licence mm. or your permit removed of from course. you. And of course. And see you later. Um, because, but unfortunately, families have to experience this load of horse crap um, before they realise that that funeral home isn't as yep. good and... And then it's too late. Oh, it is. It's it is. too late. You know, people, bodies jammed into coffins, and and I've actually seen people punch deceased, put cigarette butts out on them. Oh, that's um, disgusting. You know, uh, have, uh, yeah, just ladies' legs in positions that they shouldn't be in, um, and that. And when you confront the people that were involved in that, then you're reprimanded and put in front of management. So everything's corrupt. Yeah. There's a lot of areas and yeah. a lot of industry, a lot of ones that I've dealt with that have been quite corrupt yeah. in that sense, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so glad that we do what we do and I think that's important. Our Google reviews uh, are really good with that. Families love us. They're recommending mm. us. That's important. That's what needs to happen. Transparency yeah. is everything yeah. in this industry. Oh, definitely. You know, if, if family ask – look, I encourage our families to ask questions. Yeah. You know, if you I'm, – I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. If no. you want to know what's going on, yeah. we tell you. Yeah, and we look, if they want to come in and they want to see our premises, great. Come in, have a yep. look. We're not hiding anything from you. Absolutely. You want to come in and wash and dress your loved one, you can come and do that too. Yeah. But there might be some things that we will do without you seeing because they're yep. things that you might have an image of for the rest of your life. Yep. And yep. you don't, you know, not hiding it from you, but just doing it the delicate way. Yep. So then you're once like because you'll hear me talk about experience a lot, making sure that your experience of washing and dressing is that public view rather than funeral director view. Yeah. There's two very different yeah. um, styles there. What we yeah. do against what people think we do yeah. Um, yeah. is very different. So, um, yeah. I think it's important for families to be involved. Yeah. That's, the, that's probably my thought when I think about what I would like to change in this industry is when we do have families that are involved with, you know, dressing and, um, yeah. you know, maybe even placing them you know, placing their loved ones in the coffin, yep. things like that are really, really beautiful. And I haven't had a family yet come away saying that they regret doing that. It's always been a really positive experience. 
Um, and I wish there was more of that because I think a lot of people are frightened. Yeah. Um, like, oh, no, we can't – oh, we don't want to do that because they've always been, you know, of the opinion that death is – you mm. don't talk about it, you don't see it, you no, don't – No, that's right. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, you, we would have said in other episodes but, you know, taking away the myths and misconceptions of the industry mm-hmm. um, and, look, like I said, when I first started, here I was, was this young man just with eyes open and ears open and just watching and learning. And I've learned some really good things, some of which I probably never, ever use, but I've done it, you know. And that yeah. that's, that's the big thing. And um, I'm not regretting of where I started and how I got to where I got to, but... Um, looking at it now, I'm glad I did move when I did. Yep. Um, because my opinion of everything might have changed yep. if I continued with that. And I think the ones that have a voice, the ones that, you know, do <laughs> that do probably speak out are the ones that get shunted. Yep. And, you know, we own you, you must do this, you must do that. So I think that's probably been my biggest thing is being able to, um, you know, it's important that everyone gets a say because we yep. all we all got to work together. It's a team. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else? Oh. Oh, you've run out. You've <gasps> run out of what you want to ask me. You have answered quite a few yeah. questions. Look, there might be another, you know, one or two episodes down the track that might have more questions. Um yeah. But you know, come up with some harder ones next time. That oh. would that were pretty easy. I'm I'm just, just pretty easy. going in easy, um. going in easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, Lovely. You did miss one oh. very very important thing though. What you know, was that? Well, when you're talking about the best part of your job, <laughs> right. um, that would no, be no 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 uh, no no. That's it. My microphone's going to be cut off in a minute. Yeah. That would have to be coming to work with me every day. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Not sure what that was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or I can start to be talking like <laughs> this. Uh, this is us sucking all the helium out of the uh, funeral balloons uh, and replacing it with our own air. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Things get a bit wild here sometimes. It is, yes, but we love it. We certainly do, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that looks like another done episode of Let's Chat About Death. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to you joining us again uh, and hopefully you are enjoying our our episodes. We are on TikTok, Brembe Family Funerals, B-R-E-M for Mary, B-E-R, Facebook. Uh, Share these podcasts to everyone that you know because I'm sure there's people out there that love love to hear about what we do and, and death. All right. Thank you so much and we will see you next time.